In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. It's a Halloween special, and I'm here with, there's only one possible guest that could have come on today, and it is himself, Mr. Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead, how are you? Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Like my uh, Batman outfit? Looking good. Yeah, good, good, good. Well, um, thank you so much for your time today. Sure thing. Uh, Best so week here in Cleveland, I'm sure you've noticed. <laughs> is, is, is this a world exclusive people are actually seeing you for who you actually are yeah i'm giving you the exclusive from london well thank you very much this is an honor and so um, yeah let, let's start so tell us why are you a browns fan well i grew up a browns fan ever since i was a little boy um just born and bred in cleveland here and it's just a way of life here in ohio okay excellent and uh, so tell us where did the idea of uh, Pumpkinhead come from? So the, the story goes as this. Uh, back in 2004, the Browns uh, changed the color of their helmet, and they called it a pumpkin orange, and I thought it was a pretty cool idea. So one of the games I made uh, three or four pumpkins, real pumpkins, and we were going to wear them to the game, my brother and my cousins, and they kind of chickened out, and I went through with it wore the pumpkin to the game and it was a big success and a hit and everybody loved it. So I wanted to continue on from there. So uh, I started making pumpkins every week until they went out of season. And then, no way. yeah. And then I started to make them uh, out of, you know, craft store material and it, every year it's kind of grown from there. So, you know, here we are today. And uh, Matt, I must admit it's a unique idea. It's amazing. Uh, you're a global uh, NFL uh, legend, I could say, or, Super fan. And tell, talk me through this helmet here. You've got like flashing lights in it now. Oh, yeah. We got it. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the, uh, the DJ Dead Mouse, but I'm kind of trying to make cool. the helmet a little bit more uh, virtual. You know, I got LEDs and all kinds of uh, new things I try to uh, incorporate with the helmet each year to make it a little bit better and bigger than the last season. What's the other DJ? Marshmallow Head? Is it Marshmallow Man? Is it? Uh, I think his name was Dead Mouse. Is the guy I'm trying to? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Vegas. I think. I don't know if you guys could see it. Mate, that is wicked. Yeah. So. Mate, that is so cool. So yeah, it's a one of a kind. Um, it's something I have trademarked too. So you know, it's it's you know mine and something different people know me by. So it's just something that a lot of fans uh, really enjoy when they see me at the game or other Browns events, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Just take that off a minute. There we go, it's Bella. Cool. And, um, yeah, I've seen, like, people wearing uh, pumpkin shirts. Is, is that yourself, or is that other fans just love you so much? Yeah, we, we actually sell merchandise. Um, I have a Browns backer chapter here in Cleveland, so we offer merchandise and things like that over the years. So, yeah, um, if you've seen pumpkin head shirts, those come from us. Oh, excellent. And uh, tell us, how many wins do you think the Browns are going to get this season? 
Well, my initial um, season projection was five wins, so I'm going to stick with that. Um, you know, with the coaching change that we've experienced uh, yesterday, I'm still, you know, optimistic that we can get three more wins on the season. I, I think that it was a, you know, a good thing to get the Hugh Jackson out of here. I just wanted to make sure, you know, in my opinion, that they didn't ruin uh, Baker Mayfield. So hopefully with the, the the coaching change, you know, they can get this kid on track and, and not damage him going into next season. Yeah, I saw your uh, Twitter campaign. You were keen to get rid of uh, Hugh Jackson, weren't you? I couldn't, you know, I just, I don't think they should have brought him back at the beginning of the season after going 0-16. But, you know, I don't know, where, where can you sign up to go 1-31 and and get paid millions? You know, I want that job. Yeah, I think the Haslam said they want consistency. The next manager could see that they, they get at least two and a half, three years. So, yeah, I think they're trying to stay to their word. But, you know, when something's broken and it was obviously broken, I mean, you, you need to make a move and move on. Yeah, okay. Well, I went for six wins myself. So if if Greg Williams can get three out of the eight, if I'm correct, right, he's going to be on par with Hugh Jackson's uh, record for uh, two and a half seasons. I mean, even Hugh Jackson's never won a road game. So in, you know, two and a half years, I mean, it's just time to turn the page on that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally haven't got a preference on the next uh, full-time manager. Have you got any names that you're thinking of? or? Um, I'm not really partial to anybody right now. I, I, the hot name here in Cleveland is Lincoln Riley, and I that's uh, Baker Mayfield's college coach at OU. So, I mean, that's the name that we're hearing most about. But um, really, I haven't done much homework to see who I want. But I do know I want an offensive-minded coach to pair with Baker Mayfield's strengths. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Greg Williams, are you a big Greg, uh, Greg Williams fan? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a, a big fan, but uh, I like his fiery persona. Um, just like I said, I'm not sure what he's going to do on the offensive side of the ball. And, and the NFL is an offensive league now. So hopefully, you know, he, with, with the help of the guys that he brought in, you know, or I'm sorry, moved up, you know, I'm hoping they can maximize the most out of our offense. Yeah. Okay, good. And, um, yeah, I've got a question for you, okay? Bit of a sure. uh, thing to think about. If you were Dorsey today, right this second, so the, trade, the trade's gone now, what would be the first thing you'd do if you were Dorsey? Um, well, first thing I would do is search for that full-time head coach. Like you said, the trade deadline's come and gone, so there's nothing really more you can do. Um, I would just uh, – Hope for the guys that are here stay healthy and develop the younger guys uh, going into the draft. Um, I would definitely wide receiver and then offensive line would be the number one thing I would address. Well, that was actually going to be my next question. Uh, at the moment, we're drafting six. Uh, what would be your first, second, and third picks at the moment? Well, for sure, I would go after that big play wide receiver to pair up with Jarvis Landry. Uh, then I would address that offensive line because if you can't protect the quarterback, you know, the kid's going to get killed back there. And then third, I probably would go with a pass-catching tight end because David Njoku just doesn't seem to be able to catch the ball. Well, we'll go Seth uh, DeValve. He can catch a ball. And, yeah. Uh, I think he's got a problem staying healthy, though. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. And um, – if you were to go for a drink with anyone in the Browns organization, who would it be? I'm sorry, can you say that again? 
Sorry, yeah. Who, if you go for anyone for a drink in the Browns organization, who would you go with? Um, that's a tough one. I've never been asked that before. <laughs> uh, um, let's go with Jarvis Landry. He seems like a nice guy, family guy. I wouldn't mind picking his brain. Yeah, he's done really well, hasn't he? He's, he's come in and he's he's come in and changed the whole uh, dressing room around and the culture. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he seems like an interesting guy. Yeah. And um, uh, tell us, what was your, like, hot, hot take? Something crazy that could happen uh, this season. My hot take would be um, the Browns pull off three wins in a row. They're, they're going to beat Kansas City this week. They'll beat uh, the Falcons going into next week. They'll have the bye. And then they'll come back. I'm not sure who they're playing, but I, I think that that would be the hot take. If they, if they, you know, if they could just beat the Chiefs, I mean, look out! You know, it would be amazing. I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm not a gambling man myself, but I'm telling my fans, uh, my friends in the UK. Um, I said, look, the betting number is going to be really in the favour of the Chiefs. But we've oh. got a new manager. We're at home. Anything could happen in this game. This one could be worth a little punt. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Chiefs don't have, you know, that, that knock them, sock them defense, so they're definitely – you could score on them. The problem is, is they can put up 60 on you when they get rolling. Yeah. All right, great. And uh, uh, I'm coming out to uh, Cleveland um, in about 10 days, nine or 10 days. I'm coming out for the Falcons games. Okay. Whereabouts do you hang out um, before and after the games? Sure thing. So I'm sure everyone's heard of the Muni lot. Um, I kind of do something a little different. Um, on West 6th Street uh, with 92.3 The Fan in the Barley House, we throw the all-inclusive tailgates there. And, uh, you know, everybody shows up. It's the largest party in the city, you know, and uh, everybody's welcome to join. It's family friendly. We've got uh, live DJs, music. Uh, cool. This week we've got a rapper come and perform. Uh, all kinds of games, contests, and I always have a couple surprises up my sleeve each week. So, yeah, it's a lot of good, you know, fantastic time. Um, this will be our seventh year, and, it, and it's sponsored by Bud Light. So, yeah, everyone's welcome to join. Excellent. It's not Snoop, is it? I know he's around the city at the moment. He's not your surprise no, guy. Not, it's not Snoop. It's uh, Mecca Don. I don't know if you heard him. He's an Ohio State uh, alumni, and he does uh, Ohio State and Cleveland Browns music. All right, good. And, like, how many – Number of fans you get there on uh, game day, roughly? So we average about 2,000 Browns fans per wow. game. So, yeah, and I can, you know, send out some pictures or a link, you know, and everyone's welcome to check it out. And like I said, everyone's welcome to join. And it's family friendly. So, you know, everyone uh, come out and support uh, the Browns and have a good time with us. Yeah, okay, excellent. And, um, yeah, where can we find uh, your details? Uh, you can find everything on my website at pumpkinnation.org or on my Twitter account at pumpkinnation and Instagram at pumpkinnation. Yeah. I had a guest over, a guest here in England who got into the Hall of Fame uh, for uh, being a fan in the NFL. Yep. Is there any talk, have you, are you in it or any talks of you going to be in it soon? Yeah, they, they've kind of discontinued the initiation process, but uh, there has been talks, you know, of starting that up again and that will be something i'd be interested in but yeah for sure i've heard of it the uh i think it's called the pufa pro football hall of fame of fans or something like that yeah so that's a good a good group of guys there oh excellent well look 
keep what you're doing with you're doing with the Browns. It's excellent. Always being there uh, for the Browns. And yeah, thank you very much for your time on this Halloween special. You got it. Thanks for having me. Go Browns and happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah, happy Halloween. I normally say change is coming, but I think change is happening. You know, change, brother. Change is here. All right, Pumpkinhead. Thank you very much for your time. Come on, the Browns. Here we go. Go Browns, buddy. Take care. Take care.